Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Now, today's episode is hacking consumer behavior with digital marketing using the zero moment of truth. We'll do that in just seven minutes with Paul Makowitz. Now, Paul is the founder of Smart and an Army veteran after working his way into the digital marketing universe with Fortune uh, uh, 5000 companies. Paul struck out on his own. Now he helps small businesses like yours and mine get a true understanding of their clients' behavior. And in that information is used to create highly effective digital marketing strategies. Paul, we can't wait for that. <laughs> so tell me, are you ready for seven questions in seven minutes, my friend? I am ready to rock. Let's go. All right. So who's your ideal client? I have a little bit of an idea, but who's absolutely ideal? Absolutely ideal would be law firms between one and five attorneys. And uh, they share some sort of a problem. And what is that problem that they uh, share and you solve, Paul? Yes, defining truly what differentiates them from all the other law firms out there and then accentuating those qualities online to get the type of clients they want. So uh, intellectually, I understand that. So you've satisfied my left brain. But what sort of feelings, emotions uh, are going on inside our, our listeners that might give them a signal to reach out, Paul, and talk to you? Well, really what it all comes down to is that zero moment of truth that you were speaking about. What that moment is, is uh, the, the aspect of the buying decision-making process when we're comparing multiple options and we're making snap judgments and we're going to make a buying decision in the relative near future. And it's what those little attributes that we find about a business online that pushes that needle. So, uh Attorneys, they're problem solvers, and they've converted themselves into a business owner. They're still problem solvers. When people try to solve this problem, Paul, on their own, what are the mistakes you see them making over and over again? Yeah, often it comes down to, to trying to find an efficient way to do it. Uh, so often I'm speaking with a receptionist who's also handling their, handling their social media, maybe, or they don't have a process in place for how to generate positive reviews. They don't have processes in place on how to answer reviews, how to have the correct aesthetics and cosmetic layouts on their different business profiles to really build that emotional connection with somebody in, in that first three seconds that they're seeing your website or your social media pages, or even your Google business listing or your, your Yelp page. So um, now if you were to kind of collapse the universe, Paul, and come up with one single thing that you would suggest our listeners do, what would that one single valuable and free action that they could take? Yeah, so uh, I actually have two of them for you. I like adding a little extra value here. So one of them is on our website, zmotexpert.com. We offer our eBrand dashboard for free for two weeks for you to just try it out. And what it's designed to do is really bring all of these different aspects of your online presence into a singular hub so it's much easier to manage. In our research, we found it saves businesses about 20 hours per month 
in managing their online yeah. presence and also increases their online activity by 400% in just 30 days of using it. And the whole reason is because you're, you're only having to go to one single place instead of going to your Facebook page and your LinkedIn and your Yelp and your Google. It allows you to just manage all of those, those areas in one spot. The other, the other free tool is not my tool, but I think it is the lowest hanging fruit for businesses to really maximize their online presence. And that's truly optimizing your Google business listings to the gills. Now there's, there's different things you could do on there by adding products. And what I do for my attorneys is every single product that we're adding on there is actually a different practice area that they specialize in or even the sub practice areas. So uh, to give a quick example, if one of my attorneys does rideshare accidents. So if you get an accident in Uber or Lyft and you know, you're dealing with the insurance companies, that's often something that you would search and maybe you see personal injury attorney or car accident attorney. Like you're not totally sure what, if this attorney out there can handle your problem. But if you get to their Google business listing, you see rideshare accident and a picture of Uber and Lyft and a nice little graphic and the contact information for that law firm, you know right off the bat, okay, I don't have to keep searching. I can go to this law firm and I know that they have the resources to solve my problem. That's fantastic. So, uh, uh, Paul, where would they go on your website to get their hands on what you just verbalized there? Certainly. If you go to Zmot Expert, that's Z-M-O-T-E-X-P-E-R-T.com. Right on there, uh, right at the top half of the fold, I like to make it very easily and accessible for people. You'll see something that says uh, eBrand dashboard free trial. And it's built off the Google backbone. So as long as you have a Google business listing, you're able to uh, sign up right there and then you'll have your login information in about four hours. That's fantastic. So, Paul, look, I told you, come on on my podcast and I'll ask you seven questions, but I only thought of six. So what question were you hoping I might ask you and what's the answer to that, Paul? Yeah, the, the biggest question that I love answering is really what is Zima and how to conceptualize it? Because this is a concept that came out from Google about 10 years ago. So this isn't a brand new thing, but what's crazy about it is it builds off of the traditional marketing model, which is always awareness. So I see your billboard, the shelf, uh, which would be in, in a retail experience. You know, I go to the store, I, I saw that cereal commercial, I pick up the cereal in a law firm, it'd be actually you know, dialing that phone number or filling out that form submission. And then the experience. So after it's all done, I've eaten my cereal or I've dealt with my law firm and finished my case. I now have an experience that I can, uh, I can reflect online and be positive feedback, negative feedback, generate referrals, or tell the whole world it was horrible and, uh, you know, leave it up to that attorney and now answer that negative review. But with the oh, zero moment oh, of truth oh, does. Oh, oh. One quick little editorial. So mm-hmm. uh, your uh, audio and vi- uh, video froze just a bit right after the word okay. serial. So if you could start over again at that point. Sure. Uh, Eat your cereal. Eat your cereal. Got you. Okay. So after you finish eating your cereal or you finish your legal situation with that law firm, then you've now experienced what it's like to use that service or to, to try that product. And you're going to leave that feedback in most cases online now. So that could be positive or negative. You could generate referrals or now that law firm has to deal with a negative review. So that was always the traditional marketing awareness, the first moment of truth, which is the buying. And then the second moment of truth, which is the experience. Now that we all have these computers in our pocket, there is a new moment of truth, which we call the zero moment of truth. It appears after awareness. So I've seen your billboard, but now I haven't made a buying decision. 
what I'm going to do is go online. I'm going to look at you. I'm going to look at some of your competitors. Maybe I'm going to look at maps. Maybe I'm going to click on that paid Google PPC ad or go into organics. But even, even on social media, what I'm looking for is those attributes about that law firm or that product that are going to sway me one direction or the other. One of the biggest things to think of is your star rating. You know, we are the Netflix generation. We are the Amazon generation. We all associate star ratings with just about everything. And so if, if there's like a quick snap judgment I'm going to make and I'm comparing two attorneys, I see one's a three and a half, one's a four and a half, you know, chances are that that's made my decision for me. And so uh, the biggest thing is telling my clients constantly is you have to be prepared to be compared. And so you got to answer those reviews and you know, utilize that opportunity to engage and build an emotional connection. Think of those differentiating factors that you can use, like uh, involvement in your local community or the particular case results that you've gotten that you can highlight to give these people social proof and a little bit of ease in their decision making that you are the right choice at the end of the day. Fantastic. That's a fantastic. I'm glad you thought of that question because I would not have fall. Fantastic. Thanks for helping us out. So everybody, look, in closing, let's focus on this single fact. And that is that our businesses and firms do not become extraordinary in a single moment. Instead, they get their result of the owner first learning and then applying a proven combination of having the right mindset of a dedication to a system of management, and number three, leveraging high-performance teams, whether they're inside your firm or outside people like Paul, who just visited us today. So thanks for listening, Paul. Once again, thanks for being here with us. I appreciate it. Great time. Mm -hmm.